the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. We're back. And I'm here at Ion Real Estate, which is our 10th year, with Ace Lesupark, our financial expert, and Stephen Ebert, our legal eagle, and myself, Dottie Herman, um, our residential expert. And we are thrilled to have um, Jim Whalen, who is the president of Rounds Up Revney, um, which is the Real Estate Board of New York, and it's the city's leading real estate trade association. Um, it was founded in 1896 as the state's first real estate trade association. And uh, I think I'll let Jim tell you everything that it does. It's just one of the most powerful, great, really involved real estate associations I've ever been involved with. Jim, welcome and thank you so much for taking the time to be on our show. We're so happy to have you here. Good morning, Dottie, and uh, thanks for having me on your great show today. And also, thanks for the leadership you've shown in the real estate industry and on behalf of the city of New York throughout your career. And I look forward to today's conversation. As you mentioned, Rebney's the uh, city's largest real estate trade association, and we just marked our 125th anniversary. We have about 15,000 members, and they're spread throughout the industry, but the main focus is on owners and managers among the larger owners and managers in the city, and then, you know, most of the residential brokerage community throughout the five boroughs, as well as commercial brokers. And the way we think of Rebney's activities is along three tracks. You know, we advocate for our members. So, for example, as you know, back in uh, 2020, right before the onset of the pandemic, the New York State Department of State came up with an ill-advised decision that would have prevented residential rental brokers from collecting commissions from tenants. And we went to court. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, it would have, you know, people lose sight of the fact that the typical broker makes about $50,000 a year. I mean, they're just hardworking New Yorkers who are trying to make ends meet. Um, and, you know, we went to court and we stopped that. And, you know, we're very happy that happened. Uh, you know, similarly, you know, it's been a tough political environment the last few years for real estate. Uh, a lot of bad ideas coming out of the state legislature. Um, so last year, there was a series of real estate taxes proposed, including one on Pierre de Terre's. And, you know, working with others, we were able to stop all those taxes. Uh, and, you know, I think that was uh, very important for trying to make sure that the business environment in New York City doesn't go in the wrong direction. Uh, more recently, we've worked with the state legislature uh, to pass legislation that would provide for permanent e-notarization to make it easier for brokers to do business. So we're just waiting for the governor to sign that. 
Uh, and we spend a lot of time working with public officials to educate them on a range of issues pertaining to real estate. You know, just before I came on, you, you had a phrase that couldn't be more true, that when it comes to New York City, it seems like everything has to do with real estate. Um, so there's a lot of issues we need to cover uh, when it comes to educating public officials. And then uh, when members have problems resolving issues with government agencies, we often get involved to help get those issues resolved. So, you know, in addition to I don't to think that, people realize, Jim, I, you know, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, I don't think people sure. realize that some of the people that make these laws really have no understanding of actually how they will impact people. And uh, there's so much that Revenue has done. And, you know, there's no place like New York City in, 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 in the country. I mean, New York City is New York City. Nothing comes close to it. And we were getting to a point where... People will pay more to be here. But as you just started talking about the Pierre tax, they were, anytime the city looks for money, they look at real estate and people will pay more to live here, but it comes to a point where, hey, we don't want to lose all of people to go to states that don't charge anything. And you have been instrumental in helping control some of the taxes um, that you, you guys yeah, work so hard. No, thanks, Fadi. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, there's a need to remind elected officials about the need to think long term and that, you know, sometimes an idea, um, it has might have political appeal. It might appeal to some members of the electorate. But over the long term, it's just going to hurt the future of the city. It's uh, going to hurt the folks that live here because we'll have less tax revenue to pay for vital government services. I mean, you know, one way to put it is you know, we live in a progressive city. But if you want to have a progressive city, you need a prosperous city to pay for those programs. And it's real estate that often provides that prosperity. Um, you know, we try to focus elected officials on the fact that on a year-to-year basis and here in New York City, uh, city government collects more than half its taxes from real estate. Um, that's enough tax revenue to pay for the entire entire municipal government, fire department, police department, sanitation, et cetera. So you need a vital and healthy real estate industry to ensure that we have a vital and healthy city. I know, and, and, and I don't think people at all realize how much work revenue does and, and how, you know, you know in, in educating all of the not only the people in New York, but the leadership and, and helping them reform some of the things that they're thinking of doing that they think will have a good effect that really won't. So could you, like, briefly tell people, I mean, how how do you join, who do you help, um, what kind of things Revney does and how people can get involved if they want to be more involved because uh, there's always... I think a lot of people compare it because, you know, I have offices all over. So some of the people compare it to, like, the NAR or MLS. And although you work with them, it just is so far past that. Um, so on a, on, a, on a daily basis, you want to just inform everyone what you guys do and, and how they can be of help and what people can do to really help revenue even grow bigger and help us even more? Oh, sure. Well, you know, in addition to the advocacy that I outlined before, I mean, we also provide services to support our members. So, you know, we provide educational courses to help brokers meet state continuing education requirements. Throughout the pandemic, 
you know, keeping everybody safe and trying to help them continue to do business was critical. Um, so working with members of the community, working with public officials, working with labor unions, we issued safety guidance for owners and brokers so they could continue to operate throughout the pandemic. And then for the residential brokerage community, um, you know, 2022 promises to be a, a terrific year. We're going to be launching CitySnap in the second quarter, which is going to provide the city's first industry-led listings portal um, for residential brokers. So that, you know, that's going to be a very exciting development. Uh, in addition to that, we continue to provide networking Would you events. Explain that to like. everyone. City staff, would you explain that to all of our listeners? Uh, sure. You know, uh, you know. Currently, we maintain the ability for residential brokers to share their listings with each other. Um, but what's critically important is to get those listings in front of consumers. Um, and there's a few ways to do that now. Um, you know, there's a few portals you can use, but none of them are really designed from the point of view of a residential broker. So what we did recently is we signed an agreement with CoStar um, uh, that owns HomeSnap, and they're going to be a great partner, and they're committed to delivering a great product for New York City. Um, and this is going to provide the ability to put together a listings portal, a means by which to put the listings in front of consumers that's built by the residential brokerage industry for the residential brokerage industry there won't be any daily listing fees for agents and all the listings will go directly to the listing agent so the easiest way to put it is you're listing your lead uh and we think it's going to be an exciting new development um for residential brokers to get their listings out in the public uh and it's going to be a great opportunity for consumers to be able to deal with the experts the residential brokers to find their next home, find their next apartment. I think I think it is, um, as you said, there's been versions of it here and there, but there is. This is going to be an ex- a place where, first of all, consumers from all over can see what's available in New York. And you know, when I started, it really wasn't. When I started real estate in New York, I mean, I've been in real estate forever, but when I came to New York. I was shocked oh, that, you know, there was information from co-ops that wasn't available. There really was no place. This is going to have all the listings, and that helps people that are trying to sell. It helps brokers. And it will be one complete place that New York has where you can view everything. And um, like I say, it's kind of sporadic now. You can find it, and it's user-friendly. Wouldn't you say it's so it's easy to use? And I exactly. am, and you know, and Dottie, in listening to you, I think we're going to get you out there as one of our lead spokespersons. Oh, I would love to. I have great job um, selling it, right? I I have watched, you know, honestly, and I and I've never said this before. I've actually said it. I, I've said it at Douglas Elevator, but I've said, you know, when I came to the city, I thought they'd be so far advanced and how they share listings, but they weren't. Um, it was, you know, kind of very, kind of here and there. And Webby, you guys have done a wonderful job in really taking everything and all of the inventory so you don't have to go to 50 million places to find it and putting it in right. one area and getting all of the different brokers together. And then what I think is really unique also about Webney is I've been involved with Los Island and Connecticut and other, but Repney brings in the commercial 
brokers, but the commercial owners, um, they really include everyone that's part of New York City real estate, which is um, not what I see very often. I um, think you guys are leading. Um, and New York, wasn't sure um, you've been around for a bunch of crises, and I always tell people, you're going to bet. Don't bet against New York. You'll never win, okay? New York is resilient, and they always come back. And this time, I was, uh, you know, I've lived through 9-11. We lived through 2000, was it 7 and 8, that crisis. Um, this was a little different, and I remember walking back, coming back to New York, and there was not a car. There was not a car on the street. I mean, I was on Fifth Avenue, and I, you know, there was like five cars. And I was like, oh, my God. I felt like I was in a twilight zone. Now, that's certainly not the case now. We're busy. Actually, there's so much traffic. It's incredible. What is your prediction on, you know, we've come back quite quick, I think quicker than I even expected. Um, what's your prediction on New York real estate going forward? Uh, it, it just comes down to one word, optimism. Uh, I, I'm a lifelong New Yorker, born and raised in Queens. I live in Queens, been here my entire life. And to reflect back on where the city was, for instance, in the 70s and 80s and how far it's come, um, it shows what you said before, Dottie, is true, is you should never bet against New York City. And, you know, when you look at each of the markets, they're recovering. They're recovering at a different pace, but they're recovering. Um, and, you know, I think your analogy about 9-11 is an apt one. Um you know, the first year or two after 9-11, folks weren't all that optimistic about the site um, when you and, you know, the city's future. But when you went out five, six, seven years, that started to turn around. And, you know, when you look at the World Trade Center site today, for instance, it's considered, I think, one of the great urban revitalization stories worldwide. And it's not even completed. Like, you know, when it's completed with sites two and five and the uh, Performing Arts Center, I mean, it's just going to be a marvel. Um, and so do you remember, Jim, do you remember at 9-11, you know, and I, I, I actually was there, I, people said no one will ever live downtown and no one will ever live in high buildings or high floors, okay? And look what, at 9-11, down, after 9-11, we brought downtown to a whole nother level, okay? It's kind of one of the most popular places in the city you could be in. And as, high, as far as high floors go, uh, the higher the floor, the more the money is now. So, I, so Yeah, I mean, you, know, Don, you, hit it, you hit it right on the head, right? So, you know, people were betting against New York, you know, 18 months ago. I think there was some gentleman who wrote in the New York Post about, like, New York City being dead. And now look at the residential market today in New York City. It, you know, it's red hot. Um, you know, the commercial market's starting to come back. You know, in uh, November, Manhattan saw 3.1 million square feet of uh, commercial leasing, which is the first time it broke 3 million since January 2020. It's going in the right direction. You know, the office market is proving to be far more resilient than many folks expected. CBRE just put out a new report that showed among the city's 100 largest office tenants during the pandemic, they only reduced their office needs by 7%. And you had folks out there predicting it was going to be a 25% reduction. And then you have companies like Google, Facebook, Amazon, who are making big bets in the city's future. And that starts to show you where the city's headed and its best days are ahead. 
Oh, I agree with you. And I always tell all of our listeners, hey, look at these companies. Look at Amazon, Google. They're all buying in New York, and they're buying at a time that is very rare where they can actually have bought for cheaper. Uh, you know, we, you know, New York is very rarely on sale, but it was they got it at good prices. But they're putting their marks, and I think that New York is going to be uh, a techno- technology is going to be a big part of New York's future. Uh, and I, I look at all these companies that are buying now, okay, and you can see, and I tell people, look at what people who are buying, look at the people who've traded up and bought. I mean, the high-end market in residential is doing unbelievably well because people see opportunities. And anyone who knows New York and has been in New York knows there's only one New York City. Um, and its future, I think, will be, you know, we've gone through bumps and ups and downs and ins and outs, and I think the future just is going to be incredible. And, of course, I never get political, but I only get political on one thing, and I say I am just glad we have a new mayor, and I think that um, I am just thrilled to be part of New York City, and there's nothing like it. And so your uh, web me, anybody that uh, has commercial or is a broker or anything, I really advise them to really get involved. How do people get involved or... Uh, where should they go to find that information? Because I don't know that, I mean, of course, the real estate industry knows, but outside of if you're not in the real estate industry, if you're an owner, um, how do they get involved? Where would they go? Is there a website they should go to? What would you recommend they do? Yeah, that, the easiest way to get in touch with us is through our website, which is com. It has all the information there, and um you know, we're eager to get more and more people involved because that's how we're going to build a stronger and stronger industry and a stronger and stronger city. Yes, and I want to say this. You have my support. Anything you need me for, I'm there. I am such a believer in New York. I love New York. And remember, when I uh, came to run Douglas Elliman, I had no, uh, people don't know this, but I said, okay, I'm going to just run the whole entire company and I'll, you know, I'll keep the guy that runs New York, running New York, and the person running Long Island. I'll just oversee the whole thing. Um, I wasn't here more than two or three weeks, and I said, no, 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 no. This is New York. I need to be here. I need to be part of this. I need to be active here. And um, I really think it's that important. It is the hub. And all of the communities around it, whether it be Queens or Brooklyn or Long Island or Jersey, all benefit from New York. The stronger New York is, the stronger everything around it becomes. Um, Absolutely. So I look forward to a, a great 2022, and um, I, um, say, I thank you again for being on. And, again, anything you need me for, I'm there. Just want you to know that you have Donnie, all of my thanks support. Thanks for your time and and thanks for your leadership and uh, just keep being Dottie Herman and uh, let's all have a great holiday season and, and look yes. forward to a great 2022. And Tim, thanks for all you do. Thanks for being on and happy holidays. You got it. Take okay. care. Okay, boy, is he a superstar. Really, in my book, I mean, Rebney is just I can't even compare it to any other organization I've been in in real estate. It just surpasses them all. Sorry, but I, I, I've really been in a lot of them. Um, 
So um, we are going to come back and we're going to finish talking about what we see as the future of New York and some unique opportunities um, that you can get with uh, financing, which I'm going to turn over to ACE, and some, some unique buying opportunities. Want to do something truly memorable to celebrate the new year? Why not sail into 2022 aboard the Atlantis yacht, enjoying a 360-degree view of Manhattan? The Atlantis of New York Cruises is hosting a New Year's Eve party that is guaranteed to impress. With three levels to party, their main dining salon, lounge deck, and sky deck, guests have tons of room to take in the iconic skyline and ring in the new year. Forget the crowded land-based venues. Celebrate in style with fireworks, family, and fantastic views. Event itinerary includes hors d'oeuvres and gourmet buffet, premium open bar featuring their gold bar with festive New Year's Eve cocktails and live DJ entertainment. This is a -a once-in-a-lifetime trip. Now, space is limited. For more information or to buy tickets, visit NewYorkCruises.com. That's NewYorkCruises.com or call them 718-646-8083. That's 718-646-8083. And tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Relief Factor. Born from the tragedy in 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been honoring America's heroes ever since. To mark 20 years since 9-11, the Foundation's chairman and CEO, Frank Siller, connected where America was attacked. On foot from Pentagon to Shanksville to downtown Manhattan, where he retraced his brother's footsteps. Thanks to your support, Towers of Light returned to the Pentagon and Shanksville memorials. For the first time, our country recognized the people we lost to 9-11-related illness through the Foundation's name-reading ceremony. And in another first, those lost in the War on Terror had their names read aloud. That ceremony is now the newest Tunnel to Towers annual tradition. Now, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is bringing hope to heroes and their families, giving away at least a home a day from Thanksgiving to New Year's Eve. Honor our vow to never forget. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, and then T.org. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elliman's Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate, and I don't want to forget a few little reminders. Number one, I want to make sure that you know you can listen to us live on, on your radio at 970 a.m., The Answer. Um, and you can click listen live on the top right corner of that, of their website. You can go to iTunes store, go to the, your iTunes store and search for Iron Real Estate. You'll get all of our shows. 
or you can click on DottieHerman.com, and that's www.DottieHerman.com. Click on Real Estate, and you can listen to all of our shows live or parts of them. We're in the process of labeling them because one of the mistakes that we made was we didn't label the subjects of the show. So hopefully by the end of the year we'll have them labeled so that you can refer back to maybe a, 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 a certain topic that you might have uh, wanted to know more on or didn't get at all so that you can do that. Um, so I wanted to make sure that you know that. And... Um, we also would like to tell you a little bit about some of the trends that we see going on and uh, some, uh, and, and, and actually some of the uh, problems. Don't forget, I extended. Again, we have a lot of entries. I, we were giving $1,000 $1, to the person who comes up with the best what does home mean to them. The contest was supposed to end this week. I'm giving it one more week. We have a lot of great entries. We'll post them and we'll post the winners. But you have one more week to get in. If you haven't already, what does home mean to you? And the, the winner is going to win $1,000 in cash. So one more week and we'll be announcing that next week, the winners. Okay. I guess the end of our show, I want to talk a little about what the trends are so far and uh, what, what problems we, we might find that we lie ahead. Now, so far, predictions are basically that COVID-19, uh, since the, the, the virus started, real estate has really been on a wild chase of, of ridiculously high prices, uh, record highs that never hit before, uh, low mortgage rates, which are continued, they're still low, which they might be rising next year, so don't forget that. Uh, the, the housing experts say things are starting to normalize now. What does that mean? I'm not sure what normal means. Um, I think next week we will talk a little bit about what's the new normal. What is the new normal going to look like in real estate? Um, Will homes go up for sale? Will they be higher? Will they be lower? Realtor.com forecasts, and they anticipate the market will continue slowing down a bit um, since the high prices in the spring, but predict a great 2022. And that 2022, the housing market will continue to be a seller's market with fast-moving homes and rising prices. So we're looking at, from what we see so far, a continuation of 2021. Homes will stay high, price growth will continue, but it will slow down. In other words, it will continue going up, but not at the same pace, which obviously is good because otherwise everybody will be priced out of the market. Uh, realtor economists, and again, this is what the economists are guessing, um, say that property prices will rise about 3% over last year. So um, not many more homes are expected to go for sale. You know that across the country we have a supply, we have a shortage of homes. Um, we don't expect, and they don't expect to see many more homes going on the market in 22, so we're going to still expect that shortage. Here's my dilemma, and I'm going to send this to you, Ace. Ace, everything I'm reading says that it will be 
hard. It's not going to be easy for the first-time home buyer because um, they are going to have to struggle to compete with offers over the asking price and winning bidding wars, and um, it's going to be tough for them. What is your recommendation for first-time buyers? And remember, they're competing with people who have more money, can pay all cash. What, what do you recommend that the advice for first-time buyers? It is going to be tough for them to get in the market now. It, it, it is tough um, to get into the market. It is, it, it is a seller's market, to your point, Dottie. About 4 million less homes being built um, in the marketplace, so definitely a lot more demand and supply, uh, which is causing the bidding wars. But 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 I think there is, if you're a first home time buyer, uh, there's a couple things that that you definitely need to do to prepare, right? To put yourself in the best position. Um, there's ways of leveraging your income. So basically, if you if you have a very well paid job, um, there are programs out there where you can actually go to the bank and get a commitment letter ahead of time, where it's it's called a lock-in shop. You lock in your rate, you get a commitment letter, and you actually show the seller that, hey, my offer is just as good as cash because I've gotten a commitment letter from the bank or the approval letter, right? So I know on the show we, we emphasize the importance of getting a pre-approval letter, but if you want to – and a pre-approval letter is actually um, a customer going to the bank, giving your – um, giving your social security number, giving your income, your assets for the bank to issue you a pre-approval letter, which is usually what a seller will, will take if you want to make an offer. To go a step further, you can actually go through the whole process with the bank, but just have the, the, the subject property be, be to be determined and get a commitment letter prior to locating a property. And that, ladies and gentlemen, that, that's listening on the call, that's just as good as a cash offer because the bank is giving you a commitment that they're going to lend you the money. It's not just a pre-approval letter, right, Dottie? So that's definitely... Okay, so listen, listen to me. Whether you're a first-time buyer, whether you're a parent of a first-time buyer or a grandparent or a friend, um, because home ownership is probably the best thing anybody can do as long as they can afford it. But it's tough to get into the... It's tough. Now, when you're competing with a shortage of inventory, so there's a lot more buyers um, than there is inventory. So if you're a first-time buyer, you've got to really put your best foot forward and know how to do that. And there, as Ace said, there are ways you can compete. But number one, you must go and get a commitment. You really have to go, go to your bank, call our show. Um, you can email us or, or in any of the ways I mentioned or write to me, we will get somebody on the phone with you from, from Citizens to get every bit of information. And I would suggest that you get it all done and have a, a commitment letter. And that, was telling, that is telling the homeowner that the bank has reviewed your credit they reviewed your income. They reviewed everything about you. Correct. Okay? Correct. And okay, it's, it, which is very different than them just saying yes, yeah. Look, if we if you make this money, we'll give you a mortgage. You want that it's all been approved. In other words, they've actually gone in, they've checked it all. You don't want just saying, well, if this if this information is correct, then fine, you'll get a mortgage. You want to be able to be 
able to look the, the, the seller in the face and tell the seller, I am approved for this mortgage. You don't even have to blink an eye. It's like cash. The only and, thing and that can mess that up mm-hmm. is the appraisal of the house. What? Correct. And, Correct. and that's and, and, and so Dottie. important. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to let you talk in one second. I just am so passionate about this. There are brokers and there are brokers and there are brokers. Make sure you go to a good broker. And make sure you tell the broker, I am pre-approved, my credit's been checked, I, I've been issued a commitment, so when you present my offer, you need to tell the seller, number one, this person has been approved for a mortgage of this amount already, so you don't even have to think about it. Now, why do I tell you to tell the brokers that? Because... Sometimes the brokers don't know that about you. Sometimes they don't know that you did that already. Um, sometimes, you know, they might get busy and they, they might just forget to make that point mentioned. You want to make sure they know it. And, and, you know, they're not mind readers, so you need to tell them. And if you're working with a broker now and you haven't done that, make sure you do it. If not through your broker, you can call us. We'll get it done for you because now you are equal footing to the seller, to, to the, the cash buyer. Now, if I were a seller, would I want an all-cash buyer probably first? I probably would say yes, um, but this is really the next best thing to being an all-cash buyer. Everything's been approved. And sellers, remember this, when you're accepting an offer, you want to see that that person has a pre-approval, that they are approved. Not that they have called the bank and the bank said, yes, we'll give you a mortgage if you make this amount of money. You want the, the pre-approval where the bank goes in. They check your credit. They check how much, you know, if you have loans out. They check everything. And they are now issuing you in writing a commitment to lend X amount of money. That is so important to do because as a seller, hey, a million people can give you an offer. And, you know, sometimes people don't do it on purpose. Sometimes, you know, something can be mixed up on their credit and, you know, they didn't know ahead of time. And there was a mistake on their credit and and it could screw up their whole credit. Sometimes they might have, you know, one time I think it happened to me. I had a, a, a thing on my credit that said I owed like $10 from like, I don't know, 50 years ago, from 20 years ago. I didn't even know what it was. Sometimes things get on your credit, so you really want to make sure that's all done. And then you want to be able to, when your offer is presented, to have the seller know. Route 22 Toyota. All right, Alex Kinsella, he wants you to know that due to the current landscape in the automotive industry, your current vehicle has never 
been worth more. That's right. Alex told me that he's paying overbooked value for all makes and models. So get over to Route 22 Toyota in Hillside, New Jersey right now and find out how much your vehicle is worth, whether you lease, finance your vehicle, or own it outright. It's worth more now than ever before. Alex says it does not matter if you purchase or lease a new vehicle. They're offering overbook value for any make or model. Supply is low, which means your vehicle is in demand. And our friends at Route 22 Toyota, they are making it worth your time. It's 973-705-8905. You speak to someone on Alex's team, you get more than ever before for your current vehicle. The address at Route 22 Toyota is 109 Route 22 West in Hillside, New Jersey, 973-705-8905. Or start here, please, Route22Toyota.com. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Want more AM970 The Answer? Take us on the go with our Listen Live feature at am970theanswer.com or download our AM970 The Answer app today. Just go to the iPhone App Store or Google Play Store and search AM970 The Answer. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. Are you ready to get the nutrients your body needs in a fun, delicious way? Let me tell you about Blue Granite TX from Invite Health. Blue Granite TX is a liquid beverage enhancer loaded with antioxidants and polyphenols from blueberries and pomegranates. Perfect for the gym, work, or school. Add a squirt of Blue Granite TX into your favorite beverage for a refreshing power punch of nutrition. Get all the benefits without the sugars and carbs found in most drinks. Zero carbs, zero sugars, zero alcohol, and just two calories per serving. Right now, buy one bottle of Blue Granite TX and get the second bottle free. Double up, that's four bottles. Get free shipping. Contact Invite Health at 800-694-2345. That's 800-694-2345 for Blue Granite TX. And ask about their other herbal tinctures like Tranquil TX for more easy and fun ways to give your nutrition a boost. Invite Health. Get healthy. Stay healthy. Syracuse Hoops is back. The Orange visit Florida State Saturday in the ACC opener for both teams. Hi, I'm Matt Park. Join us for Orange pregame at 3.30, tip-off 4 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University basketball. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elliman's Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. We're back, and we were talking about predictions of uh, for next year and what you can do if you're a first-time buyer, which I'm going to have a finish um, up, although we're never finished with that. Uh, I want to remind everyone, what a home means to you and what a home means to me. This is the last week, so please send it in. It's $1,000 for the winner, and I'm sure everyone can use an extra $1,000, especially with the holidays. I want to take a quick call because so she's been waiting a long time, and then we'll continue our topic. Rosa, thank you uh, for holding for so long. Uh, thanks for calling I on real estate. How can we help you today? Oh, hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you great. 
Hi. Actually, I have a legal question um, uh, concerning security cameras on rental properties. Is is Stephen in today? I Steven? haven't heard his voice. I'm here. He's there. Stephen? Yes. Oh, he's there. Yeah. Of course. Hi, hey, Stephen. So I have a two-family rental property, and about six months ago, I installed the ring floodlight cameras just on the outside of the house. So there's four, one on the front, on the sides, and in the back. I did post a little sticker that came with it that says there was audio and video recording. Um, my tenant noticed it two weeks ago and was taken aback by it that he was okay with the video but not the audio because it wasn't consensual in terms of if he was standing in front of the house having a conversation with, let's say, his daughter, that I would be able to capture the conversation on audio. So I, I'm not even sure what the rule is about this. Did I have to get his consent? Because the cameras are outside. They're not anywhere inside the building, pointing into his window, his doorway. What is the law? I mean, I Googled around, and it's not clear. Sure. It's a great question, and actually it's a, it's a very timely one um, because the quality of cameras have increased a lot, and there are actually some uh, new rules that are out there for businesses, which I know not exactly your question, um, in addition to residential high-rises, which also um, this is a two-family home you mentioned? Yes, two-family home, and it's all yes. fully tenant-occupied. Fully tenant-occupied. Okay, so that's another part. You're not on the other half. Um, so there, there's so just a couple of general principles, and then I'll, and I'll talk about yours in particular. One, the law, the way the law is evolving, it makes a big difference between um, general security cameras and then captures that cameras that capture biometric information. Right? It makes a difference if you can um, really profile someone digitally and then take that data, which I don't believe your typical ring camera would be able to do. Um, right. the, key, the key thing is actually what you've done is put notice out there that they're aware of it and it's external. Um, it is meant for external security, not for spying. Now, generally speaking, the audio component, depending upon, the, the, that's where it can create some issues. You know, it's pretty it's pretty well established. You can have video cameras out there, whether you actually have it disclosed or not. The fact that you have the audio, that's where um, you have the potential for issues. What I think your best bet is to do, um, they're aware of it now, but just to have something formally out there, um, is to just explain the policy to your tenants, um, the purpose and what you're doing with it, um, and that they're on notice of it. So that it is not a surprise, and that is something that is part of the lease. That that is the best way to handle it. And if you notify them, you will not have any issues. The the as issue is when you, you when that... you start getting into when you when you start having audio and you're recording and people are not aware of it, that's where problems start happening. Um, but as long as you explain the policy, I put it in writing, and have it out there. We won't have an issue. Does it matter that uh, these tenants were already in there for several years before these cameras went up? So it's not like I leased it to them and they knew about it. This is after the fact. Yeah, I think as long as the policy and the warning is out there, that's fine. I mean, are you keeping 
what are you doing with the audio? Are you keeping it, or it's it deletes after a certain period of time? Well, first of all, with the with the ring camera, you, it's a subscription, and they only even though you're paying for it, they only keep it on file for sixty days, unless I download specific components. So if I see something yeah. or whatever, um, which I'm not. Listen, I manage five properties. I have ring cameras on all of them because, obviously, I can't be everywhere at the, at the one time. So it just helps me to keep an eye on my properties, make sure that people are, you know, they're not renting for two people and six people are moving in or they're not sneaking in a washing machine when it's not allowed. It's just like an added security. I'm not interested in their conversation. Uh, whatever, and, but and again, it's outside. So you know, if you're going to have a private conversation outside, um, I, I mean, that's the way I look oh, at it. Oh, that, 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 that's a little bit. Again, the audio. The, the, there's no issue about the video. The, the right. audio and the recording of audio is is a different issue that you, that you have, and so you do need to be careful. My recommendation <laughs> is that you you do notice all of your tenants about the audio um, okay. and you notify them what the po what the policy is um, because that, that okay. it, audio is viewed differently than video. Well, can they demand that I deactivate the audio? Do they have that right to demand it? You know, because I, I, I don't want to get in trouble. It, it, I, I don't. I mean, I, I don't have the complete answer for you right now, obviously, without looking at a little bit more deeply. So I want to be Thank careful you. of that. Um, the way it is normally done is it's disclosed up front, and so when, as part of the leasing process, you know, they're acknowledging that's the policy and that they're aware of it. That's right. how it's normally done. Offhand. But now she's saying, Steve, it's in the middle of it. So they, 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 they leave. Uh, no, I, 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 I understand. I, 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 I want to make sure I give you the right answer, right? I don't want to just give you an answer just to give you an answer. So um, offhand in a residential context without prior notice, what is permissible to record, right? That, that That's the question. And, and offhand, I don't know, what I'm saying is, the experience that we normally have, audio is way more sensitive than video. And normally when it is in an, a common area, when that's done, it is disclosed up front. Um, so that's why this is offhand. I don't have the answer to that question. I want to give you the right answer, not just an answer. Um, but I would definitely have a policy out there. Uh, I mean, audio, I want to be very clear. Audio is viewed differently. In video, I know if that's it was solely that's, video. That's you, you wouldn't have a problem with 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 audio. Um, there is a concern about the concept gets into an expectation of privacy. That, that's really where the law starts from, right? And right. when you're out, even though you're in a public area, there isn't. Nobody has the expectation that they wouldn't be seen, right? You know, you if you walk out on the street, you wouldn't say I had an expectation that people wouldn't know what I'm wearing, right? Um, but if you're having a private conversation, even even in, let's say, a park or on a sidewalk, you're not expecting to be recorded and spied upon, right? Um, and it's different. What the ring camera is able to observe in the video is comparable to a physical person being there with their eyesight, right? So the expectation is different, right? When you're 
start putting in the audio, people are not expected to have their conversations recorded. And the law takes that very, very seriously. So offhand, I don't know the answer to the complete answer to the question in a residential context without do you need specific consent in advance before installing as opposed to just articulating the policy. At, at a very minimum, you'd want to make sure that everyone is aware of it um, in writing because, you know, you do not want to have um, a, a legal problem where people are accusing you of spying on them. Um, that, that, that could be an issue. Um, I, I don't know the answer offhand if you do admit lease and then they say no, that, that has, that's a specific question that has to be researched. I just don't know the answer to that question offhand. And I don't want to, okay. again, give you an answer that caused you to have trouble. Could I ask you a question? Why do you need the audio? I mean, I mean, if, what, what, what would be the purpose that you need to hear what they're saying? Just curiosity. You know the cameras already come uh, with, you know, and these cameras are like, they're everywhere. It's, like, it's not like I'm the only one with them. But they already come equipped to capture the audio and actually they do give you a sticker that you can post that says that you are being uh, videoed and and audio is being captured I mean I don't necessarily need the audio I don't really want to listen to people's conversations I just want to look to see what's going on make sure there's nothing illegal unethical whatever um, and I and I think there is a way I have to reach out to ring to deactivate the audio um, I guess it would have to take my word for it that I did it. Well, maybe um, you could but, do that, well, and well, maybe whether, whether then, they, you know, when the lease runs up, you can make it a requirement on the new lease. But, you know, or, you know, or maybe just talk to them, you know, you, you have talked to them. But I would say that kind of I get you, like you're not going to want to listen to all their conversations, but I get their side and they're saying, well, what if they happen to be talking about something personal? It might be just easier to kind of, if there's any way you could deactivate that, that part of it until a new lease comes up. And then as Steve said, then you can make that a requirement of your lease if that's, if that's important to you. Yeah. And again, no, I, I just want to point out, just because, remember, Ring is selling all across the country. These laws are state and local specific. This, and so just because they have a sticker doesn't say, oh, I've done my job. There, there, there can be more to it than that. There's a series of law wrote an article about it this year. Now, granted, it's in the multifamily context and, in, and for, like, restaurants and retail um, where there are all sorts of disclosure obligations. And, and honestly, those contexts are considered even less private, right? If you're at, at a restaurant and so forth. Um, so New York City has a series of laws on that. So I would really exercise caution on it. The law generally is not a fan uh, of recording audio. Um, so, and look, then I will also throw something else out there. If, if there ever is an incident and you're recording it, you now have evidence that you be subject to a subpoena on to provide if yeah. there's a, a, a legal matter not even not involving you so definitely exercise caution when, when you're recording we're coming to the end of our show and so ace uh, maybe next week you can can start on uh, making some suggestions for first-time buyers and how we can help them um, enjoy the weekend it's supposed to be lovely and we look forward to getting back and don't forget your entries 
on what a home means to do this week and send us any questions that you want to air, air on air. Love to hear from you. Love to hear what you uh, want us to be talking about. Have a wonderful weekend. We love you and see you here next week. Bye now. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Fever is a potential sign of COVID or the flu. And the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Be accurate with Exergen. Exergen Temporal Scanners, available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N dot com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Hi, this is Joan Herman, host of Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life, from health and wellness to professional development to personal well-being. Changemakers join me to share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Take time for yourself. Tune into Conversations with Joan every Sunday night at 10 p.m. on AM 970 The Answer. For more information, visit CYACYL.com. This entertainment answer brought to you by Exergen. Sing 2 is in theaters December the 22nd. Tori Kelly is back as Mina and says this about the... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.